Section 34 of United States Senate Election, Expulsion, and Censure Cases, 1793-1990, by Anne M. Butler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Joanne Turner. Case 32, James Shields, 1806-1879, Minnesota. Election Case, February 25, 1858, to March 4, 1858. Issues, Senator's right to be seated before statehood. Chronology, credentials presented February 25, 1858, referred to committee February 25, 1858, committee report March 4, 1858, no Senate action, result not seated. Background. In 1855, the peripatetic James Shields, Democrat, formerly a senator from Illinois, see Case 21, moved to the Minnesota Territory. Shields, an active Roman Catholic, saw the frontier as an ideal place for poor Irish immigrants to build prosperous lives through planned communities. Although his grand plans for Catholic colonization in the West never materialized, Shields had some success with a small town he helped to organize in Minnesota. In December 1858, as Minnesota was preparing for admission to the Union, the legislature selected Shields as one of the state's first two senators. Statement of the Case On February 25, 1858, John J. Crittenden, American Party of Kentucky, read a letter from Shields requesting that he be sworn in as senator on the theory that Minnesota had become a state through the Enabling Act of 1857, even though Congress had not yet given its final approval. Arguing that political divisions were either territories or states, and that the Constitution had no provision for an intermediary state of a, quote, state out of the Union, unquote, Shields contended that the ratification of the Minnesota State Constitution and the selection of representatives to the national legislature gave the citizens a right to have their delegates seated. Robert W. Johnson, Democrat of Arkansas, immediately challenged Crittenden. He insisted that since Minnesota had not yet been admitted to the Union, Shields was not entitled to take his seat as a senator. Johnson's objection launched a procedural debate over whether a territory automatically entered the Union as soon as it met the conditions of an enabling act. If Minnesota had the rights of a state, then Shields had a right to his seat, if the Enabling Act did not confer statehood, then Johnson's challenge was valid. The Senate agreed that for Shields to be seated, Minnesota had to be a state. The question of the political status of Minnesota was referred to the Judiciary Committee. Response of the Senate On March 4, 1858, the committee reported rejecting the theory that compliance with an enabling act granted statehood, stating that admission to the Union rested finally on formal recognition from the United States Congress, the committee ruled that Minnesota was not a state. 
The Senate ordered the report printed, but took no other action on it. James Shields was therefore not seated. Conclusion On May 11, 1858, Minnesota entered the Union. The following day, James Shields and Henry M. Rice, Democrat, presented their credentials. In spite of an objection that the Minnesota election preceded statehood and that the legislature should vote again, see Case 33, the Senate decided to seat Shields and Rice. Shields drew a seat in the class of senators whose terms would expire on March 3, 1859, and he failed in his bid for re-election. In 1860, he moved to California, served as a brigadier general in the Union Army during the Civil War, and finally moved to Missouri. There, shortly before his death in 1879, Shields was elected to represent a third state in the United States Senate, the only person to achieve this distinction. He died unexpectedly while on an 1879 lecture tour in Iowa. End of Case 32 and of Section 34.